Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers, where, well, Scott has the plague and is dying a horribly vicious death, <laughs> and McKay is permanently lost in the time stream, and who knows if we'll ever see him again. Sorry, Maybe Doc Scott, Brown can save him. Scott, if you're listening to this, Scott, once I get my hands on you, you're in trouble for not showing up. Thanks a lot. He's dying! He already has enough physical <laughs> illnesses to deal with, and now he's got physical threats oh, against his health. I'm sure we can find Come someone on. specializing in necromancy to bring him back. Suck Wait. it up. Suck it up, Scott. We can find a cleric. They can re- <laughs> resurrect him, and then she'll beat the crap out of him again. And go. then resurrect him, and then beat him up again. That's That'll right. happen about four or five times, and then she'll let him off this the hook. This sounds like a very or a headshot. version of Groundhog's Day. Ooh. Oh, I Ooh, I like that idea. So, actually, <laughs> funny you bring that up. Before we jump in... I actually came up with a book idea. We had a, a, a friend of mine come on that's another author, and we talked about it, and we actually came up with this concept that is very much like that, that uh, the day restarts, but the only way to restart the day to do it over is to kill your best friend. Now, does your best friend come back the next day? Yes. And yeah. And, and your best friend is aware of this, or does he no, like, have no, to your, find out? Your best friend cannot day. know, and you have the only way to reset anything is to kill them. You physically have to kill them. Now, if your best friend dies without you killing them, it doesn't happen. And which and, and who who whose idea was this? Mine and Allison Peterson's. It was oh awesome. Lord. Okay. Unfortunately, Scott was the main character. Okay. Oh, good. I don't oh, like the house of sins because I'm a good friend of Scott's. Well, Why what? am I having supernatural flashbacks like Sam and Dean? I mean, I've always wanted to say I'm that Scott's episode? best friend, oh, yeah, but yeah, at yeah, this yeah. moment, yeah. I kind of want to take it back. Yeah, Baron it's kind of like where I'm going. be Scott's best friend. Let's make it Wes. <laughs> Only in this scenario. You can make it Wes. <laughs> it's okay, Scott. We really do love you. We what if you don't categorically have a best friend? Then that's a problem. I don't know. But... It all starts through an accident where he accidentally kills his best friend and things reset. Oh, so is that how I found out who my best friend is? is I guess I so. Yeah. Oh, okay. You accidentally killed your best friend? Well, I crush hearts when I'm at Comic-Con and that's where I meet she most of the people Regina. I love. Yeah. Oh. She cosplays oh. as Regina, yeah. Yeah. First I was like, well, what are you And wearing? for the record, you will address me as your majesty. Yeah. So. Okay, your highness. Yeah. Majesty. Majesty. Oh, not even highness works. Nope. No. No, I'm a queen. Thank Nikki. you very much. She's, she's the queen. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. Got a high horse over there too. Yep. You know All it. Right. So, to, on, on this episode, we're going to talk about, and and this works actually really well because of your shirt. 
your opinion of the greatest superhero in comics. <gasps> That's like choosing your favorite child. I can't do that. I, I well, you don't have any kids, so that shouldn't be too hard. I sure I do. He's four-legged. Uh, but see, so you only have one, so that's easy. You just pick him. I've got a two-legged kid, and and even still, I'm, I'm with her on this. I love my daughter, and I love all these superheroes. You gotta uh, pick one. I can pick one I don't like. Well, the worst so, no, one no, ever. So you're gonna pick your the the greatest, <laughs> I, I hear about and this then one. you're gonna <laughs> pick the worst. Oh, oh, worst I can do. Yeah, oh. everyone can do the worst. Worst is easy. Yeah, yeah, that's not too hard. So, superhero. so, so let's start with the worst then, and then we can go to the greatest. So I'm gonna get shot for this. Why? Well, let's start over here then. No, no. Let's we'll start with her. Oh, no. you're gonna make me no, we're kick it start off with you because <laughs> we. You, you said, oh, it's easy. He's the boss. It's easy. So who is it? Sp- who? Spider Man. You think Spider Man is the worst? What? I actually agree. What? I'm sorry, Sam Raimi kind of ruined him for me a little bit. Okay, why? Oh, okay. Why? Okay. Okay, first off, the little whiny kid who played him. Thank you. What's his name? Toby McGuire. Thank you. Yes. I can't think of names tonight. Okay, you're fine. Okay, Toby McGuire. Tiny, whiny. And second, I cannot stand the girl that played Mary Jane. So, Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst, thank you. And so I agree, she wasn't the greatest choice. And yet another blonde they turned into a redhead. Right? Yes, but then you have Bryce Dallas Howard that was playing Gwen Stacy, which Ooh, is they a turned into a blonde. Into a blonde. <laughs> and then you have Emma Stone, who is a redhead that they turned into Actually, a blonde. Actually, no, she is a natural blonde. She okay. just dyes it red. Never mind then. I just don't think they Red turned him into shooting out of your hands. Or okay, like so if we're going off the Sam Raimi version of Spider-Man, yes, I will agree. It's a piece of crap because <laughs> Spider-Man has web shooters and he's supposed to keep his mask on, not tear it off every chance he gets. He's also an emo whiny brat. Oh, oh yes. Are we forgetting the happy dance through Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2? Oh my that gosh. Oh, that was three. Oh, that was three. Sorry, three. my bad. That was number three. That was number three when we introduced Venom and... Which was horribly it just, done. It just got worse. It and did. And, and they're trying to redeem themselves with this next one coming out, and then they're bringing Iron Man into it. Like, please. But no, see, wait, wait, I wait. can kind of get behind no. that one. That one's going to be fun. Now, the Sam Raimi version, obviously, the ones that came back early 2000s. When those ones came out, <clears throat> there was a lot, of, a lot of big changes they did to it that they shouldn't have done. But the one thing I really liked about Tobey Maguire playing that part is the original Peter Parker is a skinny, whiny, bratty, little... Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's not it, really. That's what I no. got from reading so, the comic books as so a kid. He, was he it, he have was you a seen the animated nerd. series at all? I yeah. did watch the animated series. So he was a little But I read bit, more of the comics than I watched He was a little whiny when he first got the powers. See, and with, I remember with that, Uncle too. Uncle Ben. And then after Uncle Ben dies, he completely... With great power comes yeah, great he responsibility. Com- completely embraces who he's supposed to be, and he does everything he can to be Spider-Man. He doesn't whine about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is the one thing that in Spider-Man, which was annoying, he's always complaining that he's Spider-Man and blah, 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 and life well, sucks. But yeah. New York hates Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah. doesn't have any friends except for those who are his friends outside of being Spider-Man. I could argue J. Jonah Jameson's his friend. I honestly, I think that J. Kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think yeah. J. But I mean, that goes along with the I think superhero he's his, his liking the villain at the beginning. Tool. He really is. I mean, he's constantly saying how horrible he is, but there are so, Spider Man is constantly saving him. And mm-hmm. at one point, he actually asked Spider Man to help save his son. I mean, so 
Yeah. But the whininess was done overboard yeah. in, in those movies, yes. There was a lot of things. So that if were you're basing your, your Spider-Man assumption on that, well, I agree. yeah, and oh. I, I just think that Spider-Man, comic book-wise, though, I have to disagree. But that's just because I, I read Spider-Man. It's forever. like I don't know. Couldn't he do anything else with his life besides crawl up a wall? I mean, he had so he was supposed to be the super, like, intelligent guy, and he never did anything else but be Spider-Man. Well, see, that's that's, that's the thing about him being Spider-Man. But he's a kid. He doesn't know how to fight. He didn't. He didn't go across the world well, learning mar- martial arts like Batman. Well, no, he's not. He just suddenly had these superpowers thrust mm-hmm. upon him. Yeah. And and does he know fighting skill? No. no. He's up against no, this he, guy who's he, massive, five times his size. Yeah, and he's knows how to fight. It all out. And he all he has is his brains. So what does he do? He's a smart aleck. He says things that are probably going to upset the other guy. You know, make him think yeah. like he doesn't actually care about the fight that we're in. But at the same time, he still wins because he's. Observant, watching around what's going on around him. He just—he's got that little bit edge of. And his spider sense helps. His spider sense, which does. again they kind of ruined in that movie. Well, but I think they, they lost did. a lot of that. Was lost in translation with the Tobey Maguire, like the snappy comments, yeah. the wittiness of the character. Of it wasn't movie. there. It, they didn't yeah. pull it out. There was and a, a I one think, comment, I think, which yeah, I think they did like really that. well. Yeah, be quiet while mom and dad talk or something yeah. like that. I think Andrew Garfield did a much better oh, job much with better. the wittiness. Yes. Well. Your Even though his acting wasn't your writers as good, good yeah. and yeah. The, the writing for those movies was a lot poorer. But, um, okay. So we got Spider-Man. Okay, I have another worst. one All that right. I just thought of. All right, so Mackenzie's up with her worst. Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. <laughs> really? <laughs> really, I'm sorry. Wow. That's I know, like it's a, a betrayal. Blow, <laughs> below the belt. You know, Dan, I'm your friend. But I also agree with her on this. Wow. Well, right. here's my thing. I do not like when... Are we going with movie Hal Jordan or comic book Hal Both. Jordan? Both. Okay. I'm going basically... Yeah. Going basically go, ahead, go ahead. It's not my turn. Go. It's not my turn. Well, no, because my thing about Hal Jordan, as much as mm-hmm. I can love the character in like a group setting, because I think he plays very well with Superman and Batman, mm-hmm. he's... They play him like the comic relief, but they also like bring him back down when they need to get serious. Okay. And in the comics, and when he's on his own, not so much from what I was reading. And granted, I grew up with, like, the 90s and the early 2000s, so that, I mean, how Jordan kind of... you were reading about the time that Parallax infected him and he went crazy and started killing everyone. That sounds about right. Okay, so after Rebirth with him, how Jordan becomes an amazing character again. Oh, I stopped reading. Maybe I'll have to pick it up again. Yeah. But no, I, I can agree with that. Uh, Ke, that's when he had the white on the sides, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he was infected by parallax, you know, the entity of fear, which made him go crazy and became a very weak character. And then he started killing everyone. Yeah. So I will agree with that for that time frame, yes. And then the Ryan Reynolds betrayal, which is horrible. <coughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. CGI Aww. suit. Oh my gosh, the horrible Ryan Reynolds mask. is just hot in general, so No. I could I even I think Ryan Reynolds is hot and I could totally look past that because they ruined it. Right? You know, I, I'm I, sorry, I, the animated Do you agree on this version. as well? Ryan Reynolds is hot? I think I'm with him. He no. is a very attractive man. No. He's hot. Sorry. He's hey, I can admit when I have seen hot. him butt naked and no. No. Are we talking? Are you talking like, about like that teaser for the in, number in two the Deadpool? proposal? He is butt naked. You see oh, his I butt. Haven't seen you the see proposal. his abs. Have you seen the, the, the only thing you don't see is the trailer front. for Deadpool he has, Two? He has a nice ass. 
So I did. Against the glass. Yeah. I'm not a romantic comedy person, so I'm just judging it purely off of him in Blade and also Deadpool and Wolverine. Wolverine. Oh my gosh, oh, we won't right. even talk about Wolverine. Wait a minute. I'm starting to feel like there's a lot of movies where Ryan Reynolds happens to take his clothes off. Uh, is this uh, some of the, one of the things he likes to do, or is this just something that I'm gonna go with it? Hey, we, we need more women to him. watch this. I, I think, I think it's him. We'll just say he's an ex. He in he's some an ways an exhibitionist. Yeah. You bring up Wolverine. I wouldn't be too if surprised. If I directed that honest, movie, yeah. that man would never have clothes on. Not Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay, Hugh Jackman. I can get behind definitely. Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yeah. Alrighty. That man would never. So we got Hal Jordan. We got Spider Man. <laughs> All right. Okay, so. Who is the worst character in your mind? Oh, you see, now I was gonna go for Hal Jordan as well, but for a completely different reason. All right. Okay. I'm married. All right. Many people are. Yes. My wife is totally okay with me not wearing my ring. All I right. normally do construction anyway, so you don't wear a ring when you yeah, do that type of stuff. Yeah, you never do because then you can lose a finger exactly. and all sorts of stuff. Exactly. Um. But even without wearing my ring, I know I feel a lot less powerful when I do wear that ring. And I don't know of any other man who finds power from a ring. No offense. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see you're wearing a very nice blue <laughs> ring yourself. I have a green one at home, too. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> no, wait yeah, a just, minute. It's just the whole, anything I imagine so now my ring can make happen. And I'm, it's, uh, I feel like you got to work harder than that. Feel like you should have to work harder than that. That's like the kid on the playground is like, oh, my special power is everything. It's like, no, you can't fly around. His power's fine. This guy is super strong. This dude's invisible, so you got to pretend you can't see him. And, and then you got uh, Timmy in the corner who thinks he can be every superhero in one. And I, I kind of feel like that's what they tried to do with Green Lantern's power. Uh, okay. You have, have you read the comics? Not many. Okay. So the Green Lanterns, other than the ones from Earth, really only use their ring to fly, create shields, and shoot laser beams. The Lanterns from Earth are able to create constructs, you know. Because we have imagination. Because we have imaginations. And then they start teaching that to the other ones. So Green Lantern's ability is actually a lot stronger than most. His ability is his imagination. It's really his imagination and how far he can You got a problem with that. In fact, Hal Jordan is the only. still a little silly, though. No, and I think it's awesome. I think it's see, and that's the part of the character I do love mm. is that it's his power of imagination and his yeah. force of will. It's his will and his imagination. What does and it sets him apart from okay. the other aliens. And then okay. on top of that, Hal Jordan is his will is so strong that he actually is able to destroy the Guardians, which is set in the rings that they can't harm the Guardians ever. So there's actually a comic um, shortly after the rise of the Third Army in that where Hal Jordan literally obliterates the Guardians. Oh, I remember hearing about that. And then he's casted out because that's like, you're, or there's like a couple of Guardians he kills and that's not supposed to happen. That is like the rule one. But he overwrote, his will was so strong it overwrote the code in the rings. And he was able to destroy the okay. the Guardians that had been corrupted by Corona and gone crazy. Um, or no, it was Corona that he killed, excuse me. Um, and he was originally one of the Guardians and he was the one responsible for creating the, um, oh, where Quart is, the anti-universe or whatever it's called. Oh, um, I know which one, but the name escapes me. Yeah. And so it was really interesting because everyone's like, what, that, that can't happen. So, and again, this all happens after he's, he's brought back to life, just before the Blackest Night series and stuff like that. So before, I will agree, before that we had a really weak Hal Jordan he was very crazy. He was going crazy. 
He was killing people. You didn't see a lot. The 80s and 90s wasn't good for a Green Lantern. Okay, and see that, again, that is also the, the time that I yeah. would have been noticing him. Uh, so the newer stuff is awesome. And, you know, even the, the animated CG TV series oh, that they put so out. Oh, so good. Wonderful. Really? Uh, it was very well written in certain... A lot of the uh, yeah, animated well movies that they put out, which is even better because Nathan Fillion is the voice. Oh my of gosh, the animated the animated origin story of Green Lantern that is actually one of my favorite yeah. DCU movies that is animated. Really? Yeah. And Emerald Knights, so yeah. good. So oh, if you watch those, you'll probably get more of a respect for Hal Jordan. That's actually um, when my respect came back for Hal Jordan was okay. those movies. Was those movies? Oh, I'll have yeah. to check that out. But then. the the older stuff, yeah, I will agree with that. Um, and. Some of the other lanterns are, are difficult, too. but Wasn't Hal Jordan the first human? He was the first human okay. ever. And then we got, uh, which is funny because it was supposed to go to Guy Gardner, <laughs> Guy but Gardner. it didn't. It went to Hal because he was closer. But originally it detected Clark Kent, but it couldn't go to him because he wasn't human because he's Kryptonian and technically assigned to another sector. Um, didn't he wield the wing ring for a minute? He... Or is that... No, sorry, that was Smallville. I think Smallville has yeah, a yeah. storyline. Never mind. But, um, so how was... And then we got John Stewart. John Stewart. Then Guy Gardner, Kyle Rayner. We have Simon Baz, and now we have Jessica Cruz. So there's six now. Ooh, I might Earth. have to look at And there's only outfit. supposed to be one per sector, but yet we have six. Because humans are crazy? Yeah. We need a lot of protection. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, there's just a lot going on. Yeah, that, that does bring up a question. How come everything happens on Earth? I know once in a while I feel well, like something happens they explain, on... Uh, they kind of did explain that with the Blackest Night series. Is the ent- So, uh, with the Blackest Night, they introduced uh, the spectrum of emotions, mm-hmm. and every spectrum had its own color. And then there's black, which is death, and then there's the white light, which is the power of life. That resides within Earth, which is why there's always stuff happening. Here, in comics. Hmm. Okay. That's at least their explanation. It works. It, it works, it, works, I mean, it yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. So Earth is technically the center of the universe, or the multiverse, or whatever. So it's in the center of all the other worlds that are yeah, pretty much just, stacked on top of each other. Well, yeah, I mean, they explain how big universe sandwich everything pretty much started here. All the different emotions, you know. We had rage when Cain killed Abel. Uh, there was will when the first... You know, a microorganism actually split and became a larger organism, and you know, and then there was hope and love and so on and so forth. So it was actually pretty interesting. Or the fact that we just have the best food and space food sucks. That's true. Apparently, we have more imagination here as well. That's that is true. Guy Gardner did open a bar on Oa, (laughs) so there was better food and better alcohol. Oh wait, I didn't say that. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just wanting to know how you know space food sucks. Are we talking space balls? Space? Because whenever you see it, it's always in a bowl and it looks like oatmeal. And I hate oatmeal. Have you you not seen (laughs) aliens or space balls? Something bursts out of your chest when you're eating. Right? It's never good. Never seen aliens, but space balls is my favorite Star Wars movie. So, space balls, (laughs) that scene, that's actually John Hurt. And he plays the same, he plays the character that the alien bursts out of in Aliens. That's why he goes, not again. Which is just hilarious. <laughs> I did know that. Does it, do I get some credit you back that get, I did know that? that, that, I did know that. Yeah, no, I feel like I'm nobody okay knows that. I'm okay if you didn't watch it's Aliens. Awesome. I have not seen Aliens because I was raised by Alien. a family that did not believe in watching movies with certain ratings. 
But you watch those movies now, I'm, right? It's more I, like I'm a chicken. What? It's it's to the point where it, it got to one point in my life where I said, yeah, I want to watch those movies. And then I looked at the amazingly huge daunting list. And I haven't gotten to that one yet because there are so many others that are just as equally as amazing. Yeah. And I'm still working my way through this list. Apparently, I was not a deprived child because I remember seeing The Fifth Element in te- in theaters, and I was like oh. eight or nine. <laughs> oh, I saw that for the first time like two years ago. Uh, what? What? It I, was a great movie. I had a, I it had a great movie, but yeah. what? What? Yes, last time, like, I saw Stargate when I was like five or six in the theaters, and I remember that one too. And for I remember some reason, I didn't watch Stargate. Scar- and scarred. My my folks were a little bit worried about the content. See, I I had a thanks, an uncle mom and dad. That uh, right? <laughs> he had he has some questioning morals. <laughs> Uh, between third and fourth grade, that summer vacation, I watched eight to nine horror movies a day. Oh, dear. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Needless to say, nice. horror movies don't bug me at all. That explains Obviously. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Because as a parent, my daughter's going to watch a scary movie. My only request is that she sleeps at night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, okay, take that's, example. That's what have you seen, is have you seen exactly. Nightmare? <laughs> have you seen Nightmare on Elm Street? Well, not on radio. Have you Great seen Nightmare on Elm show. Street? Okay, actually, no, I have not. I've okay, seen parts okay. of that, not right. all of it. Oh, I know what? The, I know it's the awesome. premise yes. of it. You have and you have. Yes, I have not, but okay, I know the premise. Okay. So. I don't do horror. Guy, <sighs> razor blade knives on his hands, clawing up teenage kids. Ugh. I watched that movie. You want to know what scared the crap out of me and gave me nightmares for weeks? When the guy answers the phone and a tongue comes out <laughs> and wiggles around. That's what scared me. <laughs> not the fact that Johnny Depp gets sucked into a waterbed and... Johnny Depp's in that movie? Yep. Oh, yeah. And a fountain of blood erupts up and goes all over the ceiling. No, people getting cut up. No, it was a uh, She's over here going, I that movie. I did not want to answer a phone for weeks. I just didn't realize Johnny and Depp had been around that long. About that. Yeah. It's The Shining. Like, I love it, and I love it so much, but after I watched it, I could not go in the shower forever. Like, mm-hmm. I could not open, like, I had to leave my shower open. Because uh, I was afraid yeah. that, yeah. See, but I and love I saw horror. Pet Cemetery when I was like I three or four show. or five, and that has Book scarred so me. Better. I the love it. I don't so care. It scarred me oh. against all horror, so all right. heck to the no. Right. All right. Fair enough. Except for you should watch Evil Dead. Yes, you should. Oh, that's It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, hilarious I can do. If it's like, if it's balanced, you know oh, what I mean? It, it's I mean, like, it's. If you're going to watch Evil Dead, though, you've got to watch the whole thing. more of a comedy. Haunting exactly. the one with who I think. Bruce, Ca- Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, yeah. If you're going to watch Evil Dead 1, Evil 2, Dead, and, and then you got to watch Isn't there a TV Darkness. series right now? There is. Haunting in Connecticut. I Not just realized if oh, Zach oh, no is listening to this, he's going to hate me. Amityville Horror has Ryan Reynolds in it. There you go. He does get naked. Yes, he does. You're telling me that like a care. movie of Ryan Reynolds. I'm just... Okay. Haunting in Connecticut, if you want a good laugh. It is a scary movie, but not scary. Like, literally at the end of the movie, they're, like, chopping up the walls, and supposedly these bodies have been there for years and years and years, and they're, like, whole bodies, not skeletons. It's ridiculous. So, you just, it's it's good laugh. Okay. Horrible writing, but it's awesome. Okay, so I mean, not awesome, but. Hal Jordan, both times, Spider-Man. Oh, are we back on topic? Yes, oh, I'm coming crap. back in. <laughs> it's okay, don't worry. All right, Dan, what's your uh, worst? My worst? Ant-Man. <laughs> what?! Okay, That's so funny because no, that was on my mind, Hank but I haven't Pim seen the movie, so I like say I'm saying Hank Pym, Ant-Man, because he's a very abusive, horrible person. Well, then you okay, need I agree with that, unfortunately. It then is true. Then you need to put the tick in there, too. No. Because if you're just going no, all... Just, the character itself... Insects were just... No, it's Hank Pym. The Hank Pym character is a very abusive person. He, uh, he's extremely like physically abusive to his wife, emotionally abusive, just a horrible character all around 
And yet he's still a superhero. Have you seen the Ultimate Avengers, the animated version? Yeah. Oh my gosh, like that, I didn't want to watch anything with Ant-Man after I, I saw that one. I'm like, oh my no. gosh. Which is why I really liked what they did with, you know, uh, oh, Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd coming in as Scott. And we had Michael Douglas playing Hank Pym that was the jerk, but we didn't see all the jerkiness. And so we got we have a fun, goofy Ant-Man, which I like. They but, played that very well. Yeah, but the Hank Pym Ant-Man from the comics, oh, uh, no. I agree. Yeah. I do agree. Yeah. He's a... Yeah. <coughs> evil word that I can't say on the radio. Yeah. He's like one of those guys that you know is taking a bag full of kittens and beating them up and throwing them in oh. a canal. That's how bad that guy is. Not, <laughs> not condoning that at all. Or he goes and he probably goes and clubs <laughs> baby seals for a living too. <laughs> There's um, a field full of kittens behind our house and they like people to come and pick them up. Yeah, we'll say that. All yeah, right. pick them up. Let's yeah. say that. All right. So, <laughs> worst character. There's, there's our list of worst uh, superheroes. Uh, with that said, let us know what you think, who you think should be on the list, and give us your thoughts. And with that said, we'll catch you next time. No one's saying anything. Get the oh, I thought we were doing <laughs> the best superhero next. Suck we'll it. We'll do another episode. Oh. Because oh, that one's I have one to bring up one. that has been mentioned. All right, so stay Uh-oh. tuned for the next <laughs> episode where we tell you the best. Just because the world is without fuel doesn't mean it can't burn. Union Forest has unleashed a dragon upon the world, and it's hungry. Henry Morgan has to save his brother and face the dragon. Check out The Shadows Above the Flames, written by our very own Daniel Swanson and published by Immortal Works. Find your copies on Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, or anywhere books are sold. So go get your copy today and find out what happens to Henry and Rick.